everybody, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite swim bait podcast, Scales and Tails, episode 96. This is the the second time I've recorded episode 96. The first one I accidentally got deleted, so I have to talk to the guy who I had on there and uh, hopefully record another one. But this is the episode 96 you guys are hearing. We're joined by a gentleman down there in Texas who uh, who's gaining gaining followers fast, I feel like. Every time I look at his page, every time he posts something, he's got, he's got on that Instagram real grind lately. He's been posting all them cast catches and stuff. We're joined by Mr. Shad Sharks, a.k.a. Caleb Harrington, who I'm sure... A lot of you guys are familiar with if you were at the Texas Gathering. You probably saw this guy walking around without a shirt on, carrying a KGB king and a, and a Leviathan extra dirty dragon. You're probably like, who the hell is this guy? So we're interviewing <laughs> the man and the myth and the legend behind uh, behind the Texas show, if you guys had any idea who he was. What is up? Not much, man. This is uh, This will be a good one. So we were going to record this one. So we're recording this on July 3rd. We were going to record it this morning. But you, you went on a little bit of a bender last night out on old, out on the lake and kind of woke up a little late, which is completely fine, man. Do not feel bad about that. Yeah, my apologies, my apologies. Got a little, I get a little carried away, man. When I hear the bites firing, I drop everything. You know how it is. Oh yeah, dude. I I don't blame you at all, and especially the people who told you that it was good. Like I would be like, oh yeah, I'm going too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, dude, I was in the middle of firecrackers and just okay, guys, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's yeah. that's fucking awesome. So, who is Mr. Caleb? What do you who are you and what do you do? Man, so I'm Caleb Harrington. For y'all that don't know, Shad Sharks on Instagram. Uh I'm just man, I'm hungry for a giant. I want a 10 pounder on a paddleboard. Like that's mm-hmm. the ultimate goal. Like I think I'm chasing it and chasing it and chasing it and every day. I wake up thinking about it. I go to sleep dreaming about it. And uh I want it bad, but I think it would be awesome to catch a giant on a paddleboard just to like show the world that you don't need scope and you don't need a boat and you don't need millions. I mean, swim bait stuff is expensive. Yeah, we all know that, but like you don't need the, you don't need the whole, the whole rigs. I mean, if you have it, dude, more power to you. I don't hate it, but I'm just saying you don't need it. That's a big thing with me. I want that record, that paddleboard record, man. Yeah, dude, it's, uh, I don't know. There's something. There's something fun about a paddleboard, dude. Like some people dude, scoff at it and say whatever, but it's a fucking blast, dude. It's primal, man. Like it's real as it gets. Like to me, so I don't know. I kind of did like a little research on it, and like, like the old, like the Hawaiian people, man. Mm-hmm. They would use their surfboards to get past the surf. They would catch their fish and they would surf back in. No so shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah, dude. That's like how it started. I don't know. I mean, we're not surfing on paddleboards. <laughs> right. But, I mean, we go for rides. We hook big fish and we we go for a ride. You know what I mean? Dude, them, them motherfuckers hooking into like a little snapper and then a shark comes up and takes it and they're going for a fucking <laughs> ride. Dude, dude, fuck that. <laughs> right. That's crazy. Man, dude, that's dude, that striper ride. That striper ride was mean. I went for like a 10 minute ride on that striper. Yeah, dude, right there by that dam spillway underneath that dam. That was yeah. crazy, dude. That thing looked yeah, like it threw a bowling ball into the water when it when it hit. Oh, yeah, it scared me. It was like, Doo-doof! that's fucking mean. so badass. Is that, yeah, the that thing was Is that like the biggest fish slash striper you've caught off your board so far? Yes, that is my, like, I guess technically my biggest bass off of the paddleboard, but you know, of course, we're after largemouth, but that that striper is definitely the biggest one. He was like just a little under twenty five, like thirty something. I don't know. He's bigger than the board, so that, 
I didn't have a measuring tape, but I got that working class zero travel yeah. board, the roll up one. Yeah, dude, that's so was, fucking crazy. Yeah, that that was unintended. That was a uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it, dude, I feel like guys overlook the paddleboard. Like everybody always talks about a kayak or um, those little plastic boats, those little uh, uh, crawdads is kind of what they call them up in New England and stuff. But there's yeah. starting to be more and more people moving on to the paddleboard side of thing. I've noticed. Yeah, and I'm, not, I'm seeing. I'm not saying that as if it's a bad thing because I fucking I have a paddleboard now too. So I'm not like saying like oh it's it's fucking getting hyped up. No, it's it's cheap to get oh, on the water and it's fucking fun. Yeah, dude, it's, that's what it's about. It's like everyone needs to do it. I mean, if you can't, if you really want to go fishing, man, and you just want to catch fish and you don't have a boat and you're tired of bank fishing, just get a blow up paddleboard. Go on Amazon, two hundred bucks, boom. Check gets there on Friday. You're bored. Yeah. Buy a paddleboard. <laughs> yeah, dude, you know what exactly. I mean. And no, it's, it's many, awesome. You can throw that shit. I can throw that shit in the back of my focus. My Ford Focus hatch takes up like no room. It's in the trunk, and I can just pop it open and fish whenever I want. No, for real, it's super convenient. Like you can, I can like go in my truck. I can borrow my mom's car. Whatever you got to do to get to the water. I mean, it's like way easier. And then like you don't have to back the boat in the water. You don't have to have two people. You don't have to. Like, I know I see some dudes back their boat in the water and they have their remote with their trolling motor and they yeah. have to, like, load it over to the dock or whatever y'all do. But I just blow up my board and hit the water, man. And you you have uh, you have one of the electric blowers, too, right? The one that pumps it up yeah, for you? Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Yeah, just that's more a recent thing. Yeah. I, so I started on kind of a crappy board that I got for free. Patches all in it. A manual pump that I got for free from my, my buddy Dylan. Shout out Texas Chunk. and uh yeah gave me a pump it was supposed to be a dual action but it was broke so it mm. literally take me like 20 minutes and i used to think of it as like my warm-up like I'm just break some sweats and then hit the yeah. water but this is what i got no to go, go out there yeah <laughs> part of the taxes but no Damn. electric pump get them on amazon plug them into your truck with a cigarette lighter yeah i mean it takes a little bit but there's nicer pumps that are electric that blow up in like seconds. Like Dylan has one now that's like he spent three hundred dollars on and it will pump your board up in like seconds. It's like Bleh. like dang. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like to use that one. It's cool. I've yet to pull the trigger on a pump, but it takes me it takes me three and a half minutes to pump mine up, and that's like at a nice solid speed. Like I'm not killing myself doing it, but I can see you know oh. it t- probably takes me like all together probably takes me like. 12 minutes to get it out of my car rolled out down to the boat ramp with my rods and my milk crate and everything so not crazy long but dude it's right. just it's so cheap and so easy that it's like it's hard not hard to be like everybody needs a paddleboard if you want to fish offshore yeah for real dude it's fun too and like so like the big thing is like using your legs in the water like that is killer like so i i started kayak fishing spent like dude ridiculous money on a jackson i'm not saying jacksons are bad but like shout out jackson whatever i caught a nine pounder off of one mm-hmm. it was super cool y'all can watch it on instagram but uh if the wind's not right you're out of there man unless you got like one of those like paddle pedal drive ones like the bicycle pedal ones you know what i mean yeah, yeah. those ones are really nice but still that's a lot man and like all my friends that have that one i gotta like help them carry it down to the water it's like a thousand pounds like if I'm not there, it takes them like I don't know how long to put it on the wheels and roll it down to the water. I mean, to each his own, but like, geez, 
the paddleboard with your legs in the water is killer. And I mean killer. Yeah, dude. It uh and it it's weird, dude. You are literally fucking at the fish's level too. I mean, when you're care or like when you're casting underneath docks and shit. Dude, yeah. That's it, that is money. Super good. So that, you're you're like you're really parallel with the water, so it's like yeah. super easy to get that bait to the very back of docks, and that's been like super killer for me lately. And if you get fucking hung up, you just paddle over there and fucking pop it off, whatever. It's yeah, dude, go, go up in there. Yeah, man. But before we get too deep into it tonight and start talking about or today and start talking about some baits and stuff, how yeah. did how did how did you get into fishing? Where did it first start for you? And and well, I'll preface this by saying you and I kind of already talked about this before yeah, so. we the records. <laughs> so if you Little. if you want to tell that full story in depth like you did with me, you you're more than welcome to. I just didn't know if you were if you wanted to share that whole thing or not. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it's inappropriate in some people's eyes. It's hilarious in some people's eyes. So I mean, I'll go over it. But like, so I grew up kind of, kind of, I don't know. I was not middle class, but I wasn't poor. And like, my grandpa had these like little rent houses around this stock tank and uh my mom she took care of us and everything and uh me and my brother grew up on this stock tank and the stock tank went into a creek and the creek went down to the river and we didn't we didn't like figure that out until like maybe i'd say like 10 11 years old mm-hmm. we just we were just river rats man after that but so we started on the tank of course and like i think i was around like six years old man i don't know what i was doing but this is this is this is where it gets weird. I didn't have my shirt on and I'm walking around the tank and I'm on the bluff side. It's like I don't know if y'all know what a bluff is, like a little like a small cliff, you know? And I'm looking down at the water and someone like broke their line off in the brush. So I like I grab it and I'm just messing with it and like for some reason I have this urge, I just like tie it to my wiener. Like private <laughs> my pecker. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know which part you're gonna take out, but it doesn't matter. No, uh, dude, we'll leave it all in there. If you're fine, Tom, I don't care fucking post it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, are y'all I don't know what y'all did when y'all were little kids, but I tied fishing lines to my wiener. No. <laughs> no. Just, so I did do that one time, right? And this is the first bass I've ever caught. So I tie it to my wiener and like I'm like jigging the line, like kind of I mean, jiggling my stuff, you know. And <laughs> there's this zoom lizard on the bottom that I didn't know about. And your favorite swim bait podcast is now proudly sponsored by Leviathan Rods. Leviathan Rods is a Texas-based fishing rod company that's handcrafted and uses high-end, made-in-the-USA rod blanks. Every sale from Leviathan helps support foster youth and their families. With Leviathan Rods, you're not only going to feel a difference, but you're going to help make a difference, too. Friends of the show will also get 20% off their rod purchases by using code SCALES20 at checkout. So whether you're fishing a depth 250 or a square bill, make sure you're using the best rod choice out there, Leviathan Rods. Boom, this like little two pounder smokes it. And like the old man, Mr. Peters, across across the tank, I forgot to say this. He stalked it with Florida strain. So these are like mean fish. Yeah. Like yeah. real mean. And uh yeah, he smokes it. The knot got really tight on my wiener, and it like I didn't even notice it until like after I pulled the fish up. So I pulled the fish up. I'm like freaking out. Like I barely knew what a bass was. I'm I'm super young and like uh, I mean, I bluegill fish and all that stuff with your grandpa, like the regular, normal, average thing, you know. But I catch this bass, and I'm like running to the house, and my dad's in there. I show him the fish, and then he's like, "Damn boy, what are you doing?" 
<laughs> and like my wiener, my wiener head's purple, like purple, man. I'm like, oh no, like I forgot all about that. Like that's where it all started, though, man. That natural high. But yeah, it took my dad like 30 minutes to cut the line off because it was like super surgical. <laughs> didn't want to like cut the wiener, but he didn't want to, you know, have the string on there and make my wiener fall off. I don't know. It was, it was terrible, but it was awesome. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. beautiful and terrible at the same time. Yeah, that was my first bass. Oh my gosh, that is so fucking funny. Yeah, dude. After that, it was just over. It was game over. I mean, I I didn't have we didn't have a, a lot of like what fishing stuff I could get, like like road runners and rooster tails and little spinner baits mm-hmm. and the creek. And then I went through like a noodling phase. Me and my brother noodled like I think I noodled like a twenty five pound flathead cat, and he noodled like a fifteen right right behind me in the same hole. That went on, that, that was like hmm, six months of noodling, but it was always bass fishing. I mean, if the bass weren't biting, we were reaching under the rocks and like trying to find catfish or, I mean, you name it, we did it. We're through to the bone river rat. Dude, that's fucking, that is so badass, the noodling and everything like that. How big was this, this creek or river? Like, was it super big? Okay. Or was it like, uh, I don't care if you put this on there because there's no fish in there anymore or whatever. But like, I'm not even weird like that anyways, but... So the creek, I can't remember the name of the creek. It's just like a ditch creek, but it's it was, man, back in the day, everything had fish in it. It still right. does, but it was really good back then. So uh, there was more water back then. But this creek, so from the stock tank, which I probably overflowed all the time, which there's stock tanks everywhere out here in rural Texas, like everywhere. So all these creeks have definitely have like wash in stalker fish you know and then they breed with like the river fish which the river fish are already off the chain like strong big giant tails skinny big bulldog heads like then the florida strain get in the mix from stalkers and then man it's crazy but yeah the san gabriel not very big uh that's where the creek went to and uh we would do like on foot we didn't have kayaks paddle boards nothing we didn't know anything about any of that but this is like small stream to like a hole and then another small stream to a hole, you know, and then each hole holds its fish. Damn. Yeah, we do. We did miles of that like every summer. I mean, me and my brother, uh, Zion, we'd stay out there for weeks, man, like weeks at a time. Like it was crazy. That's it was so awesome. Sick. That's so sick, dude. Yeah. That's where the love grew. And were you guys like, going out to just catch whatever was eating those those spinners and stuff and then yeah so spinners and then a little bit after that we started getting into like flipping jigs and worms and that was killer like that was just killer and then we started so my friend christian him him and his dad were like tournament fishing people you know Mm -hmm. Uh, he was like my neighbor and he was like try this down there try this down there he would come down there every once in a while but his parents were like real strict and they like kept him busy all the time doing chores and like he had chickens yeah. and goats and all that you know and uh he would give me like he would give me baits he'd be like try this this way try this this way and i'd go down there and i'd be like oh i know like no one has this so this mm-hmm. is the secret <laughs> but yeah like a topwater spook killer jigs killer worms killer i mean but river fish you know river fish or river fish they'll eat anything yeah at least down here down here they'll just like you throw a worm weightless out into the middle, you're gonna see him come off the banks, just racing to it. Boom! Damn. 
That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's fucking crazy. So, at what point in time did you kind of not necessarily leave this creek behind, but when did you, you know, go to so, a lake, or go to a different river for the first time? So I started. So you can like, so the Colorado River chain. It's not. It doesn't come from the Colorado or nothing like that. It's just that's what it's called out here in Texas. There's a whole lake chain, and that's what I run. Like that's that's my blood running through there. But so my grandpa. I started getting older and like, like junior high, high school age. My grandpa has a bass tracker and he, uh, he starts taking me out every weekend on this lake and I'm getting into crankbaits, dude. And I'm getting into stuff that you don't use on the river, you know? And I'm like learning that like bigger fish are in bigger water and like, it's just way cooler. And I started like leaving the rivers behind. I'll go river fishing, but like, I know I'm not going to catch a, like a true giant, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a few rivers that we got around here where we got some located, but like, dude, they're, they've seen it. They've, they're like literally Vietnam war vets. <laughs> you know what I mean? They've seen it all, but, uh, started on the lake crankbait fishing square bills were killer, man. That was my thing, dude. I had me like a moderate fast rod, kind of like the medium heavy, you know, mm-hmm. just bombing square bills burnt. I was a power fisherman, man just powerhouse just kbd all the way through just burning banks yeah. and crankbaits yep that was killer caught a lot of big ones not not a 10 though still no 10 damn dude so once how about how old were you when you started fishing those crankbaits and stuff oh, i would say probably from like teenager years to about like almost early 20s and then like that's when swim baits hit was like before my 20s that was like but that was like dude early on i mean i've been i've been throwing like s waivers and stuff forever before mm-hmm. it was cool damn dude so so you you got into like the this the cheaper you know mass produce mass yeah. production swim bait the stuff cheaper stuff yeah i start seeing like big bass dreams and i'm like oh and he's like coming to austin killing it but i didn't fish i didn't go that low in the in the lake chain i always stayed up in the northern lakes because i'm more of like hill country area like more okay. more on the country boy side you know yeah yeah and these lakes are not as pressured but i no, I, I love the south lakes that's all i fish now but uh yeah i start seeing big bass and then i'm like getting super hyped and i'm like got me a, uh that's way for 168 <laughs> yeah like a, no i got like a calcutta b like oh I'm yeah, getting yeah. Calcutta, i'm getting calcutta bees i'm like putting like 30 pound like floral on there and i'm starting to fish these s waivers and i'm getting all cranked up i'll catch like a five and i'm like you know what i mean just yeah, freaking out <laughs> just freaking out man like the five pounder draw power was like amazing to me like that was like when I, my eyes were open i was just like dude i can catch fives like i can catch threes on a crankbait you know yeah and, and it just went off the pain i mean so but, that was around the time that oliver was catching like all those fish on the mother and stuff down there like 10 yeah. years ago right yeah so yeah i never dabbled off into like that territory where where they were and all that just because i i was still too young to like drive and stuff but like mm-hmm. i'm seeing it happen and i'm like i'm making it to like fast pro and academy and i'm getting these big baits like you know they're not actually big but back then to me they're huge you know what i mean but yeah, I start fishing those and I'm, oh, so me and my brother, we're, we paddle, we're, we're paddle for paddle board fishing at this time, but we never seen Marshall. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember one day we seen Marshall on YouTube. Shout out homeless fisherman. Uh, OG paddleboard dude. I mean, I'm sure everybody knows that. But we yeah. see him with his legs in the water. And we're like, what is he doing? Because we always like we always sat on a cooler on our paddleboards. Like we're paddleboard fishing already, like when my grandpa wouldn't want to take the boat out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, but we had like those hard plastic paddleboards, those pelican ones, like no, not a blow up one or anything. Yeah. But we would sit on we would sit on coolers and it was just your typical kayak getting blown around, fucking getting all mad. Your your perfect cast, you only got like two or three like side side glides in the and then you're blown away, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh uh so we see Marshall and he's got his legs in and we're like, What is he doing? Me and my brother are watching him on YouTube and stuff. This is like early on too, like when he uh when he first started making the the cool cool paddleboard videos you know yeah and uh this is like later on i'd say like in our 20s early 20s i'm only 24 but <laughs> i'm talking about like maybe like 19 20 something like that you know we're seeing him do that and we're like oh dude he's like he's using his legs like power poles in the wind and we're like we got to figure it out man we got to go we got to go try it so at first our boards were too big then we like we start getting into like better boards and using our legs and it's kind of weird to figure out like I've, i'm sure you've been trying it like sticking your legs in and trying to stay in one spot mm-hmm. for me my legs are short man so i gotta like i gotta really stretch out to actually do something or stick one leg way in <laughs> yeah i i just almost put them in there more or less to keep myself straight like dude i'll be lucky i haven't gone out and it been super crazy windy i mean yesterday or two days ago when we were out, it kind of started to kick up a little bit. And I was fishing in areas like fishing big tulipy, tulipy and or uh, like big tule lines and yeah, yeah, uh, big, big pad lines. So I could put my feet in like just barely brush the tops of, of the dirt and stuff. So like I wasn't fucking going anywhere. Right. <laughs> it's like power poles, man. Do you ever, I gotta ask you. So I've been fishing with Marshall a lot, he doesn't get spooked. Uh, me and Dylan get spooked every now and then, like at night. But do yeah, you ever yeah. get spooked with your legs in, dude? Yeah, because I've, I've been seeing <laughs> big ass snapping turtles lately, and then the lake, <laughs> the lake that I've been fishing, like has some pretty good sized musky in there. And so I won't, <laughs> I won't put my feet in if I don't have like if like sandals or Crocs on. But I'll, I'll put, like Saturday, I had, Saturday I had my Crocs on, so my feet were in the water the whole time. But dude, it's just my little fucking toes in there. Fuck that. Those dude. things up my paddleboard most of the time. <laughs> it's so funny to me because like, so like me and the boys would be fishing, right? And we'll be in our like little wolf pack. And we go to some pretty like off the grid places, like mm-hmm. crazy places. Like, like sometimes I'm like, man, if we get bit by a snake or something, like, or I don't know. Somebody's dying. Helicopter, like a helicopter has to come or something, you know, like yeah. we're deep in it. We're deep in the fucking. We're deep in it. Well, <laughs> every once in a while, like one of us would get freaked out, like pick our feet up real quick. And then everybody's like, <laughs> everybody pulls their feet up. And we're all like looking at each other like, what, what, what? Like, oh, nothing. <laughs> is, I just saw a carp or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing's going to happen. But like, man, I was just out on. So like me, Marshall, Dylan, my girlfriend, Natalie, we just did like this long camping trip on this like super big lake. And I was Man, I was spooked out the whole time. I, I kept my legs in. I was like, I'm not going to be a puss, but I kept my legs in like most of the time. But like, 
when I was by myself on these like in these deeper parts, I just couldn't do it, man. I get home and I'm like, I look up, I'm like, da 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 lake. Oh, tons of alligators. I was like, sweet. <laughs> my sixth sense was going crazy, man. Yeah. Like, I could not keep my legs in. There's alligators in there. Yeah, dude. I didn't Fuck even know. That. Fuck I'm that. sure. Then yeah, Marshall's coming sure. around out there in the middle. Like, yeah, he's all out there with his like ten foot long legs, just swirling. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. That I I knew that that place. You know, I heard people talk about that place having like alligators, dude. Fuck yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hell no. <laughs> yeah dude i mean who knows if they're actually in my area like they could have been up in the north like in the river muddy part where it first comes in you know or whatever but still i don't know there's always that little factor that little fear factor that messes with you you know yeah dude fuck all that (laughs) but (laughs) so so you're getting into some baits and you're fishing some of the cheaper stuff yeah fishing some of the cheaper stuff and then i would say Two or three years of that, like on and off though, like I've never buckled down and just like, I want to, I want to be a swim baiter. You know what I mean? Like I've never, like that's, that's a lately thing. Like that's Mm -hmm. last summer, I would say I really buckled down and like, so I got a golden belt glide, this guy in Oklahoma. I didn't like get it from him or nothing. And, uh, uh, I get it from this like tackle shop out here in marble falls like in the middle of nowhere like this is this is out here ouch here <laughs> <laughs> i go in this tackle shop and he has like these fake eye lab glides have you ever seen them yeah yeah like, I think they, I just, they look like bubbles they're like weird i don't know i'm like dude you got any like me and my brother are like wanting a custom bait bad and like you know how it is like you want to text people on instagram but you don't want to be that guy that's like bothering bait makers and like I really need a bait, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody's like, get them on the drop, get them on the drop. I'm like, oh, oh. every time you try, you, like, I've only got one bait on a drop and it was a flea shad. But anyways, back to Marble Falls. So we go in there, there's, uh, these plastic glide baits and they're like bluegills and they, they look, I mean, you can catch a fish on them. Yeah. I'm sure. There's someone out there that could catch a 10 on them with scope, but whatever. I'm like, yeah, you got any, like, baits like this this kid's like my age is running it like you got any baits like this but like you know better like custom ones he's like hmm that's funny you say that he's like hold on and this is like a two-story house and the whole bottom story is like live bait like uh the tackle shop's actually closed down or i'd give it a shout out but yeah so he runs upstairs and he comes back down with this like box dude and i mean he has glide baits I think me and my brother bought like half of them within like a couple years, you know? Yeah. We'd only have enough money to buy one. He he was kind of hot. He was pricey, man. But we started with the golden belts. And I mean, we, we started slaying, man. We started slaying. Out here, we're like, like, uh, Lake Travis and stuff, like mm-hmm. in this area, which is all right, fishery. I could never like catch big ones on like crankbaits and like spinner baits out here. I think I caught like maybe a six on a like a big crankbait out here. And uh, I get out there and I'm just walking the bank. It's like freaking winter time, like freezing outside. And I stick like literally probably six or seven fives in a row just walking down the bank, just parallel on the bank. I'm like, whoa. And then from then on, dude, it was just, it's been a problem. <laughs> 
like right now i'm waiting on the mother like the mother is about to pull up in my driveway right now i'm just out here waiting oh no shit yeah i'm literally pacing back and forth waiting for this mother to get here oh, but like ever that every, uh, lot that dylan got in the other day no so he got that one and this is what's crazy uh, you can cut this out or whatever but like marshall got the first custom you know mm-hmm. i found a shop in texas that somehow had one and i bought it no this, shit yeah i got a white snake custom about to be here dude that's fucking awesome i didn't even know yeah. that there was anybody else that had them yet dude so we couldn't marshall couldn't really like he was, didn't make any sense to him he's like man well david you know david uh the roman dude for america yeah yeah i don't know any of these people like personally i just know marshall and what he talks about so don't quote me but yeah man i found this tackle shop probably i would say a month ago and i'm like uh they had a mother on there and it just got bought and i was like I'll, so me and my brother call him we're both looking for like bigger baits we want a mother because i lost my king shad uh depressing yeah <laughs> so i i they're like we can pre-order them straight from japan or something like that and i'm like okay i didn't really believe it because they told me that that mother sat in their shop for like a year they have a frenzy in there too i mean not a frenzy a uh a chaser oh 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 damn yeah they, they said the chaser's been there for ever like no one even looks at it i'm I like wow that. this is like this is like i'm pretty sure rule like east texas like you know how big texas is like there's a swamp in the east there's a desert in the west there's mountains in the, in the middle there's hill country right here there's the ocean yep. at the bottom like it's huge you know yeah but this is like swamp over there this tackle shop and uh yeah man she she texts me like last week she's like hey got your mother's in she like sends me a picture of uh premium baby bass which is the one i wanted and then a custom i'm like dang i was like how much is the difference between the custom and the and the baby bass and she's like uh baby bass is 480 the uh custom is four uh 495 i'm like dang so um making some moves stacking some cash and someone buys the baby bass i'm like no so I ended up paying five thirty eight for the custom, like Damn, total. Dude, I didn't even I didn't even know that they were still going for that much. Like you see them for sale sometimes, and they're for like two fifty. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I paid a lot for it, man. I've never ran twenty five pound Invisex, but today is gonna be the day. <laughs> dude, I will say, like this is the first batch that came to America in a while, from what I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the customs are about to be available, like in America, apparently. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or what, but... Oh, you're good. <laughs> Damn, right. man. That's interesting, because, like, they're not they're not in stock anywhere online. online. Like, Tackle Warehouse, no. them, nowhere has mothers right now. No, you can you can get a chaser if you got 1,100. There's chasers yeah. everywhere, but I mean... And you geez. have a fucking a legitimate broomstick, dude. Yeah, man. So shout out Madness Rods, my boy Casey. He can do it, dude. He can literally build you anything you want. Uh, I was we were talking about a chaser rod, just for like shits and giggles and stuff. And yeah. like, dude, he he's like lit. I just wanted to see what he would say, and he's like about it, about it. I'm like, oh shit. He's like tuna blank this, this, and this. He like he's on it, man. He knows. He knows what it is. Dude, that would be interesting. I wonder. Yeah, he's, 
he pumps him out. He's like, do you want it like nine foot? Like, da -da -da. <laughs> I'm like, geez, man. I don't know. <laughs> Let me Dude, fish the mother for a while first. Yeah. I wonder what it would be like to cast the frenzy because casting the mother, you know, there's some weight behind that thing to cast it. Like you feel your rod, you feel the blank load up. But due to frenzy or uh, uh, a chaser, dude. Yeah, that's chaser, probably dude. Fucking, you know, that's Jeez. probably crazy. That would spin you around in a paddleboard because my mother spins me. You know, a, really, but a, a solid amount. Yeah, like when I go to cast, like I put so Ooh. much ass into it, it kind of kind of spins the paddleboard a little bit. Yeah, I'm not like super familiar yet. I'm so excited. Like I casted Marshalls a couple times, but like from the bank, I don't know about the board life with it yet. So that's gonna be fun. Y'all, y'all price. Cast the catch is coming soon. Yeah. Lordy. I think it's hot down here. Oh, dude, I believe it. Um, I'm like porn sweat. I think you'll catch some fucking fish with that thing. I mean, Marshall does, and I feel like you won't have a problem doing the same thing. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, I think I'm gonna buckle down with it for a while. Just see what I can do with it. Get done with it. The top hook option is like cool too. Like that's cool. And like if if y'all are like follow Roman Roman made on Instagram like that's like their that's like their thing right now it's like catching these top hook fish so like the top hook fish you're running the weights on the bottom of the mother mm -hmm. on the, the little hangers and you're yeah. fishing it on the bottom like real real slow methodical like smooth you know seeing if you can get into that bigger class of fish you know I wonder what that's gonna be like like I know Marsh just did his like that yeah and I saw that. I'm know, terrified. Man. I'm scared. But like I will dive on my I, I don't have a problem. Me and my brother dive, free dive. So I mean if I hung it up, I'm going down, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck dude. <laughs> I um I mean I, I pulled a book or I pulled a page out of Marshall's book. I'm fishing mine on super small hooks too. And dude, mine fucking sinks like a rock. Like it sinks really fast. Yeah. Apparently so Dylan, again, that's my boy. Uh he Dude, he's been fishing swim bait since he was like twelve, dude. Like you gotta get him on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. I talked to him the other day when, when you guys were on your way home and he said he'd come on for sure. Yeah, yeah. He uh he's taught me a lot, man. He's 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 dialed in. He's uh he's been throwing them for a long time. Like this dude was throwing mothers when he was twelve years old. <laughs> crazy, dude. He told me he's like, Man, usually like every mother has its own rate of fall. It's weird. I'm like, yeah, really? He's like, he's like, I've never got one that's the same as the other, ever. Yeah, they're all fucking different. Like the one, the original one I had, it did not fucking sink. It damn near floated. And this was this was an old batch. This one was probably made in 2017. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, it lost a bunch of paint from getting fished. And I mean, it like I said, it would still it would sink. But dude, it was fucking slow. But this one, I mean, I cast it out there and I start retrieving as soon as it lands, and it ends up a foot underneath the water by the time I get it back to the board. Dang. So yeah, it was a, just a slow scene. Like, like it's like I'm, I'm, I might even drill out some lead, honestly, because it's like, damn, this thing fucking sinks fast, and there's not enough foam strip to make that fucker float. Oh, <laughs> oh you're talking bit. about you're talking about the one you have right now. I was dropping super fast. Yeah, yeah, this one's dropping Jeez. super fast. Yeah, man, whatever. That's what I like about it too. Like, you can you can tune your baits. Like when I had my king. It was like really gnarly on the head dive and like I was fishing it on the extra extra heavy, which is way too much for the king. Mm -hmm. Like uh for me, for me, like on a paddleboard, you want like the most parabolic rod you can get. So when you like hook a big one, you have like you ever seen a tarpon on a 12 weight on a fly? 
Yeah, yeah. Like, have you seen the rod when the when the fish comes up? Have you seen the rod? It kind of follows the fish around instead yeah, of yeah, fighting. Right. It dance, it dances with it. Like there's yeah, it enough dances with to the it. fish. If it goes that's left, what I, it'll, the rod will kind of flex left and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I want in a rod when I'm swim baiting on a paddleboard because I don't want my rod to be so stiff that it's actually like counter reacting the head shakes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I want it to be like kind of moving with the fish. I don't know. It's just it's all preferable, personal, whatever you want to call it, whatever you think. But like that's that what's worked works for me, man. Like my all my big fish lately have been on my medium heavy. It's ridiculous on a softy like like that nine. That was mm-hmm. a medium heavy. Just Damn, dude! Raw dog hook set. The fish is going crazy. Like I swear, it was seventeen pound in Vizex. Shout out Seagar. That's the best line. But I swear, if I would have had like my extra heavy or something on there, like a stiffer rod, mm-hmm. he probably would have broke me off because that fish was absolutely an athlete. Like insanely strong and powerful like that was one of the most powerful fish i've ever felt yeah that fucking thing ate knew that it was time for fucking battle yeah like, fight, like kicked in. knew it you just <laughs> like my my drag is locked down i'm freaking trying to crank it more like i'm trying to get more like drag lock you know what i mean like i'm trying yeah, to tighten yeah. it down more and it's just peeling dude and then when i when i like put some cranks into her I'm just peeling out. I'm not. I'm not Fucking pulling. It's just spinning. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, wow. That's happened. In, that's happened to me with the birdfish uh, on the wake walker, the high eight, and then the nine on uh, over there on Austin on the softy. Both of those fish burning my reel. I'm burning. I mean, it's just a Corrado 200, but like, mm-hmm. still, like, they're powerful. But that rod, that medium heavy, when it shout out Leviathan for the medium heavy like my favorite rod but that rod when it doubled over man they just i don't know something about it they can't break it just like i said like a giant tarpon on a fly rod it's just it's just something else dude that those medium heavies are fucking nutty rods dude they are so badass that's that's the favorite that's my favorite rod that medium heavy just it can do a lot of things good and it is fucking light dude like it's fucking like a jerkbait rod yeah no it's i straight up like we'll put a jerkbait on that rod and catch fish like I see the bass, the bass fishing was slow on this lake that me and my brother fish together all the time, uh, more North. And then, uh, well, the bass fishing will be slow out there sometimes, or it's like super firing. And, uh, but the white bass out there are out of control, dude. I'm talking about acres of the lake are just blowing up. Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You just tie a jerk bait on and you can literally just toss it in there and just stick one. You don't even have to move it. Like it's just out of control, <laughs> but yeah, that medium heavy dude. I would dial my reel in for this like little tiny floating jerk bait and I could bomb it like a mile with 17 pounds. Like I didn't go down the line. I didn't go down on the rod. Like, and then I'll go and throw like these giant G G trouts from unique on it and skip them under docks and stick big fish. Like the medium heavy is just phenomenal. It's fire. Yeah, dude. If, if I was to ever get a Leviathan, like if I was to get a collab rod, I would have them build it on the, on the medium heavy because it's just fucking Dude, it's the one. It's the one. I love that rod. Yeah, dude, it's fucking awesome. But we'll kind of talk a little bit. Um, for, first off, so you said that this kid at the tackle shop had all these baits. Did you ever mm-hmm. figure out who he was? Like, do you ever see him on Instagram or on Facebook dude, or anything? Or you have no, no idea man. So, so a lot of people out here, like in the more rural side of Texas, dude, there's hammers out here. 
there's hammers out here that you will never know in your life and never see unless you yeah. like see him holding a giant at the lake. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? Yeah, like go out and see him. Yeah, these are like these are just dudes that love fishing. Like they're just pure as it gets. They don't care about cats. They don't care about pitchers. They don't. They just go home, you know, and they're like they tell their wife, "Oh, I caught ten pounder, eleven pounder, twelve. I yeah, caught yeah. a fifteen today, honey. You know, like no problem." But like he was, he was kind of like that man. I don't remember his name. He kind of had like a nickname. Uh, I've looked for him. I've tried to find him. Can't find him. I've I had his phone number. It doesn't work anymore. His tackle shop is closed, and he disappeared. So I don't know. Maybe he was an angel. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Damn, dude, that's kind of fucking crazy. It's like my yeah. chest. <laughs> dude, he had baits, man. He had tons of custom baits. He never told me how he got them. He never told me anything. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, he had some crazy stuff. Like, stuff that I still don't know what it was. Like, wood yeah. carved stuff. But he, but also, at the same time, he'd be like, oh, this is some, like, this is, like, some local wood carving work, like, from around here. I'm like, what? So, this, mm. this is, like, OG around here? I don't even know. Yeah, and at this point in time, I mean, you were fishing the the one sixty eight and like the two S waiver two hundred and stuff. Yeah, so this was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like people make these out of wood, probably. Yeah, dude, like it blew my mind and just lost, dude. It spun out of control from there. I mean, I was buying like those golden belt glides. Shit, we probably we probably bought six or seven from them after that. Holy shit! <laughs> Damn, dude, that's fucking crazy. Um, I will say, so I ran across your page whether. It was when you first started Instagram or not, but Bobby actually had posted you, you know, this was probably like a year ago, like when you got into swim baits. And I want to say that's, that's how I found you was through Bobby's page. Really? I, I think so. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. Shout out Bobby. Shout out Bobby Basson, dude. That's my boy. Like he, okay. Yeah. That, that, that's like a big link to my swim bait career. Like that is that dude. So, um, I'm thinking I'm the only one out here throwing swim baits. Cause I don't know nothing about it. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh man, like I'm going to catch a giant dude. Like no one out here knows about these. I'm like the only one with customs like stuff right now. And, uh, me and my brother are like talking about it. Like, well, dude, we're going to catch, like, we're going to catch painters. We're going to catch tens. We're going to be like, we're going to whoop them. And my brother has a boat. So like we're boat fishing them uh travis a lot i don't care if you put this in there because anybody can go up there but <laughs> so we're boat fishing travis a lot man and we're catching like these higher quality fish and we're like feeling it you know what i mean we're we're just like on top of the moon you know and uh you there yeah yeah you're good man okay yeah my bad you cut no, out for good. a second so we're like we're feeling it we're on top of the moon and like we pull up at this marina uh to get something to drink or something and uh there's this dude like bobby used to look like a freaking mean guy like i was like damn that dude looks tough (laughs) (laughs) but he's throwing a 250 and i'm like because i'm not really into the big big stuff like the golden Mm -hmm. belt's pretty small it's like six seven inches you know bobby's like throwing like a he's throwing a he's throwing a 250 and i'm like like I've seen it, I've seen the Butch Brown stuff. Like I'm just now getting into it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I see Bobby throwing a 250 off the off the uh, marina at the store we stopped at, and I'm like, dude, no way! 
we we start chopping it up. I'm like, me and my brother, are like, we thought we were the only ones. And Bobby's like, oh no, man, look at this, like, dude. He showed us the whole swim bay world. Like, we didn't know about it. We were like so, I don't know. We were blind to it. We didn't know it was like that cool. Like swim bay, uh, universe, universe and, like, the Instagram, stuff. Instagram yeah. stuff. Like, we didn't know about that. You know what I mean? We didn't know it was cool to sw- fish swim baits until we met Bobby. Like. Bobby showed us that he showed us the whole world. He showed us like DRT videos. And like, we started hanging out like every weekend, like after work, I'd come to his house and we'd fish from the bank. And like, I bought a lot of his old stuff, canines, all, you know, the good old stuff that y'all, everyone starts with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, man. And then, yeah, that's my boy. I love my boy, Bobby, but that's uh, so fucking sick, dude. Yeah, dude. He showed me that he showed us everything, man. And shout out to him. Thank God we met him, man. <laughs> yeah, I want to say I want to say he posted a picture of you or a video or something on his story, and I was like, "Who's this guy?" So I followed you, and then it's just as slowly, you know, yeah. you've, just been, you've just been posting more and more content, you know, with the reels and everything. Yeah, and then, so, and then I got to meet yeah. I got to meet all you guys at the gathering in Texas. I'm like, okay, like I I know who these guys are now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no that that gathering was awesome, man. I didn't even think like people like knew who I was or anything. I was like, whoa, this is like. This, that really where my, like, that was really where my eyes opened. And I was like, dude, this is, this is like a family. Like, this yeah, is, yeah. this is cool. Like, I like this a lot. Like, I want to do this forever, you know? And like, ever since I met Bobby and he showed me everything and then the, the meetup and everything, like, I just, dude, I buckled down in this, like, really what I want to do. I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm just going to keep going with it. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, dude. I was going to say, like, like, you have uh, really taken, you know, like the content side of things more seriously. Now you're posting, you're posting all your cast catches and stuff like that. Whereas, yeah, that's you know, really like, important to me. Yeah, yeah. Where like a year ago, you were just posting fish pictures, which which is yeah, little fine. little fish pictures, dude. Everyone loves a good fish picture, but like, yeah, what do you do when you're scrolling on Instagram? Unless it's like a giant, you know what I'm saying? Like, you scroll through a five or a six, you're like, wow, you know, you comment on there, good, nice fish, you know, da da da. You scroll up on a reel where like someone's like getting down, the music's perfect, like they just molly walk this giant and they net him and they show the camera and it's just like whoa, like that is cool. Like Marshall, Marshall's really the one that got me like fired up about cast to catch reels and stuff, and like he's been helping me with my reels and like editing because I'm not like the most technical dude ever, but like he helps me a little bit. Like shout out Marshall, thanks dude. He's teaching me a lot, a lot. Like he's a super you know everyone knows him yeah fishy, yeah fishy it, fishy dude but uh, yeah and, and speaking of that it's super cool what you guys are doing tomorrow you guys are doing the river cleanup which i bet you yeah. you're gonna fucking fill up your paddleboard so fucking yeah quick. dude anybody uh, i don't know who's gonna listen to this but anybody in the austin area not tomorrow uh tomorrow's july 4th right oh i thought that's when you guys were doing it my bad <laughs> oh i don't know i I, th- I thought the plan was for the fifth, like the day after 4th of July. Oh, Cause yeah, you know, yeah. everyone's out there. Like me and Marshall were out there last night and we found somebody's phone underwater. Long, long story, but I gave it back to him at work and everything. He, he brought me a cold Coca-Cola. <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude. <laughs> but like, dude, last night me and Marshall were out till like two in the morning. Cause the moon was like full on. Like it was daytime out there. Fish were blowing up everywhere. I mean, they were doing their thing. They just weren't eating, but that's how those fish are. But we're, we're like spotlighting around after we found that phone underwater and there's just beer cans everywhere and like me and marshall get to talking about it and i'm like dude 10 pounder deeds like we t- we like return that phone 
like that the earlier before i went to the lake i found this turtle i don't know if you've seen it on my story but i found that turtle and like the creek was dried up and water was like miles away like he was done like he was dead you know mm-hmm. but i ended up driving like 20 minutes away from my house and just putting him in a pond dude and he was like he just took off in the water like he was so dry he was like a potato chip but like i'm just thinking like anything that i can do that's positive like hopefully positive things will get sent back back my way you know what i mean but like the cleanup that's gonna be awesome no i don't really see anybody cleaning up the lake man uh ladybird lake right there downtown austin super dirty people use it abuse it there's paddle boards out there paddle boarders out there all the time and i mean drunk 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 all the time throwing beer cans everywhere hooting and hollering Damn, yeah, man. it's kind of it's kind of sad, but we're gonna we're gonna do a big cleanup. So anybody that wants to come, come on out. Yeah, I just texted Marshall, and I'm gonna I'm gonna send him some money, and I'm gonna have him buy a bunch of hot dogs and buns. So for anybody who shows up, can can get some lunch oh, and shit too while they're while you guys thank are you, out brother. There. That's awesome. Like, yeah, I, dude, I think that's I mean, awesome. Thank you. Dude, props props to you guys for doing that because, like you said, I mean, it's right in downtown Austin. Everybody's using this place, but nobody. Yeah, everybody, everybody wants to come out there and catch that giant, giant bass. You know, they want to be the talk of the town. They want to catch that giant bass. They don't, but we're, we're taking it. We're taking it down to the core. You know what I mean? We're thinking about like, like actual nature and stuff. And like last night, it was an eye opener. It was like, wow, like people really just come out here and just throw trash. I mean, there's trash on the surface. There's trash on the bottom. I'm probably going to bring like flippers and goggles. I'm probably going to bring like a pole spear, just like shallow trash, you know, that's on the bottom. I can just stab it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my brother is on, he's going to bring the bay boat. So like we can fill up these bags. He's going to stay behind us and we're going to just fill that whole boat up with trash. Damn dude. That's, yeah. That's so awesome. I, I've been thinking yeah. about doing something like that around here, but there's nobody that lives by me first off, second off. There's just fuck. I, it would just be me and like maybe one or two other guys, and then it's not like it's not crazy dirty like it is. Like you, yeah. Were just no, complaining. I was about to say, is it really dirty up there too? Uh, like, dude, like Austin, it's like oh, it's people come from everywhere, dude. Every time I'm like, people are like, "What are you fishing for? Are you fishing for sharks?" That's an everyday thing, by the way. Yeah, yeah. If you throw swim baits in Austin, uh, but these people are from all over the world, man, and they're every day it's someone new from somewhere else and some people just i guess don't know that trash is not good for the lake you know what i'm saying like i don't get it but yeah massive cleanup and dude like don't get me wrong i understand if like your kayak and your paddleboard and something and like you know a bag of chips flies off yeah. your board and you're like oh shit but like if you're at the boat ramp and you're fucking loading up a trash can that's already full and shit's falling out of it like come on like take really? it home Put it in you your can't dumpster. fetch it in your car. Yeah, and wait till you get yeah. home or wait till you stop like, or something. Yeah, exactly. Like even the like the aquatic life, like in the water, that that doesn't help them. You get all them plastics in the water and all that stuff, and you know the whole deal. And then even like the, the raccoons and the hawks. We have hawks in downtown Austin that are like they're like city slicker hawks. They literally live like in the in the big buildings, and they come out at night and they like yeah they hunt dude and like there's just there's beautiful stuff still you know what i mean like come on yeah dude that's so shitty um the the bats i wanted to talk about the bats that's at dude, is that lake awesome. austin or what lake is that, that dude, i'm that so is, confused that is like how 
That Lady is Town Bird. Lake. Yeah, Town Lake, Ladybird. Uh, there's a few names for it. It's just been named so many different things over the and years. Then it's, it's Congress Bridge that they all sit under, right? Yeah, Congress. So, yeah, that's I love sitting there. <laughs> the fish are there. The bats are there. Uh, at night, you can like you can go there, and there's like a place where everyone stands and watches them all come out, and they come out wow. in like a they come out in like a tunnel. Yeah, like a formation. You know, you've probably seen it, dude. There's like I don't know. There's like a billion or something like that. Some crazy number though. Don't quote me, but like I know there's a lot. But like in the, in the middle of the day when we're fishing under there, it's like like you hear them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I believe it's super that. cool. Yeah. Um, tippy so <clears throat> up at home there's a dam up there it's like the same exact thing dude like just an absolute shitload of bats and uh it's like it's famous for some reason like so up to two hundred thousand bats hibernate every winter inside Whoa. inside the tippy dam spillway which this dam is not very big as far as like looking at it from the backwater area obviously it's bigger down by the dam but like wherever these fish sit or wherever these bats sit they're they've got to be fucking stacked and they're like cordwood dude it's crazy dude, that's what i'm dude under congress is the same thing like i don't know where they are but i hear them and like the cracks in the bridge aren't aren't nothing but like maybe three inches wide you know what i'm saying yeah yeah they must be like deep i don't know you ever fish out there at night and hear them fucking flying around you squealing? Dude, no, I was seeing them last night. Like, some nights you see them, because, like, so, on Town Lake, uh, it's always it's always lit up because of the city, you know? Of course, like, the giant buildings are above the water. So you always have that factor. And then, like, when the moon's right, dude, you just see them like they're birds. Damn, dude. That's so fucking crazy. You ever hit one with a bait? Like, I, I've heard people throwing up, like, socks and shit with rocks, and, uh, they'll, and they'll come and pick them up out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That did happen to me, but not at not at the bird. That happened to me at a river before. Like, I chunked way out there, and, like, I had to, un like, get trebles out of a bat. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> dude, fuck that. Bats are... Yeah, dude, because they... You know how they use the sound, like, the... The echo location. The, the echo location. Yeah, dude, they'll rail your bait in the air. It's never happened to me at town like that's pretty weird. Never thought of that because like it's happened to me at the river and stuff. But like, huh? That's funny. I bet it happens to people down there a lot though at night. Dude, fuck. You that. would think they would smack a wake walker out of the air because I'm like bombing that thing. <clears throat> yeah, and never mind. I don't really want to talk about that because I don't know if that's common knowledge about fishing under there, but. <laughs> right um, yeah no no everybody's trying to get on that wake bite but there's a certain way you got to fish it and like it's like you can everyone can go down there and throw wake baits but you're probably not going to catch it. i'd hate to say yeah, it like that i'm not cocky it, or nothing but like it's something that we figured out no yeah for sure like you have to and we that's earned like, it right and that's what i was always scared about when i was younger when i was like 16 17 fishing swim baits like I knew nobody was going to buy these baits, but I was scared they were going to buy like the cheaper glide baits and figure out how I'm catching these fish. But then I was like, well, those cheaper baits aren't doing what these baits do. And, and then no. and you have to, you have to at least have an idea of why these fish are eating. And I'm like, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I started to be more open about it after that. Once I realized like, okay, not anybody can come down here with a, with an S waiver 168 and catch a fish. Like I am with, yeah, with no, no, you, you definitely have to put in your time and like know what the bite is and like, I have certain swim baits for like, like to the T certain things. You know what I mean? Like literally, like I know what to tie on right when, 
what's going on is going on. I'm like, oh, they'll crush this right now. I'm all freaking out, like anxiety attack on my paddleboard, fucking trying to tie a perfect knot, but like, you know how it is. Yeah, dude. It, <clears throat> um, I mean, like there when was... they're, oh, go go ahead. Ahead. no, you're good, man. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, like, shad sharks came from my favorite behavior is when they're wolf packing and they're, I don't know if they do this anywhere else. Like, this is just around, I'm not really familiar with any other fisheries besides like Texas, you know. Like around here, dude, they wolf pack up and they shark shad like crazy, dude. And I mean, crazy. Like they surround balls of shad and just, and I've seen giants, giant, giant, giant. That's why I got the ghost, man. I'm just waiting for this to happen again because I've seen like five or six of them Mm -hmm. that were literally shad sharks. But like they were like all eight pluses. Oh my gosh, dude. Like wolf packing like gizzards or sometimes it'll be thread fin. Like I just can't wait to see another one. I'm just going to burn that ghost, like burn it through there. It's happened a lot, man. I've seen it. I've seen it like multiple times on multiple different lakes on the Colorado chain. Damn, dude. That's fucking awesome. Is that, is that like that video Marshall posted the other day of the Woody him, like him burning through that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I was there either the day before that or that day. That day was crazy. So if you watch my TK video where I'm standing up, mm-hmm. and I just, it's not a big fish, like, but they were sharking, like they were shad sharking. They were just yeah, yeah. going ballistic and would eat anything. I had like a six pounder come up on a jerk bait straight to my board right before that TK eat, which that was just like a little three, three and a half, you know, little fish, but cool yeah. video. Sometimes it's not about the size, but anyways, so I'm like jerk bait and like I start figure eight in the jerk bait. And these smaller bass are on top and I'm trying to keep it away from them. And I'm like sticking my rod deeper in the water because literally the deeper the wolf pack, the deeper you go in the pack, the bigger the fish. Yeah. And like ultimately, ultimately, I think the tan is like just chilling under them, eating the shad that just fall flicker to the ground. You know what I mean? But like, so I'm like rod deep in the wolf pack. I'm literally hitting bass with my rod, like little bass. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I have like a six pounder just snatch that jerk bait dude and just break me off instantly i was like oh Damn. yeah if you're ever figure eight and give yourself at least like a 10 inches of line out i had like maybe five or six and it was just instant yeah. break up like i felt it straight to my reel just you know oh that's brutal do these do these fish like shark them because in marshall's video it looked like he was like on the edge of a big grass mat is that usually where they where they do it or will they do oh. it like in open water in the middle of the lake Open water is more rare. It'll be like it'll be like white bass, striper, and largies in a pack yeah. in okay. the open water. And those are like a whole different like that's like a, kind of a different class of fish. I don't know. They're weird. They all like roll together and they're like they're like gangsters. They're like mobsters, dude. They're just like just imagine a like a big mob group rolling through like New York doing whatever they want. You know what I mean? That's how they are to me. But like the shad shark, like the straight up big bass that stay together, they like to they like to push up against walls like pillars they like to push up against grass they like to push up against rock anything they can push the shad up against they like it like they like to hammer them to the wall it's weird damn dude that, and i've heard like much i've heard stories uh of like uh this dude i can't remember his name you just did a thing with him i'll have to send you it uh so he's telling me like back in the day when it was off the chain out here he had like a like a ten plus like teener sized bass. I don't I don't remember what the bait was. It was like a burrito. It was like a soft bait, I think. 
But this fish, he said he was paralleling it against a concrete wall. And this fish, like, nose, like, the bottom jaw, mouth closed, smashes the bait against the wall and just holds it there for five minutes. And he's like, dude, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I should, like, wiggle it. I didn't know if I should, like, let it sit. He said that fish just held it there forever just to see Damn. if it was real. <laughs> Damn, yeah. that's they, fucking they like crazy. Those, for some reason around here, they like pushing it against walls or like anything that's hard, you know? Yeah. But yeah, grass tends to me like when they're pushing up against like hydrilla or whatever's growing, it's usually smaller fish, but every once in a while, dude, you can catch a big one doing that too. And of course, there's these giant fish that are in the mat, you know? Yeah, and that's like, I feel like burning stuff on top of those mats would be so much fucking fun, dude. Yeah, it is, man. Like when the water, when they're releasing, the water gets like a little bit over the mat and then you can like work a wake walker over it and that's killer. Or like burning a flea shad over it or something, dude. Like, Dude, it, yeah. It's like my it, favorite bait. I love that yeah. thing. If somebody was, like if, if Kyle made a flea shad with the, with the custom hooks like on top. when in doubt flee it out bro (laughs) yeah like that's how i want a wake walker i want him to do a wake walker with the hooks on top so i can fish it like in in through the pads and stuff like i have yeah that'd be cool like have them have them put little magnets on top so your hooks don't like fall side to side yeah and there's been crankbaits that were made like that but they never really worked out super well they got discontinued but like Dude, I feel like if I put if I just took apart my my woody uh wake walker that I had and just put the back half on top and then took the uh front hook off, I think I could yeah. crawl through some real real thick lily pads because I already fished it around oh, lily dude. pads quite a bit and catch you a lot of fish. Could, dude. You really could. I mean, dude, you could probably do that yourself if you like if you have like a wake walk, like an older one that you don't really like. Yeah, yeah. Like you wanna keep it that way for like ever you know it, yeah just, just punch get out a little little drill bit and like yep dead center in the middle of his back just and then i don't know how you'd put the hooks up there i guess you'd have to rerun like yeah i would i would definitely ask kyle if i was <laughs> i'm not like i'm not down like that but like dylan probably could do something like that dylan dude dylan's a rigger man he's like dylan is the best like rigger i've seen yeah, is is he big yeah, into modifying his paints and stuff? He can rig stuff, dude. Oh, I'm think I I'm pulling down my driveway right now. I think I see the mother. Oh, oh lord. Oh lord. USPS dropping it off? Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Let me see. We'll we'll get a live reaction of what you think when you open it. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna open it. I'll I'll wait. Yep, here it is. Sweet. Hell yeah, dude. Other custom. Catch the catch videos coming soon, my dude. Oh yeah, dude. We'll go. We'll go for another 15, 20 minutes, and then we can we can stop it. So you can uh, you can go out and fuck around with the bait a little bit. <laughs> oh, dude, no rush. It's it's my girlfriend's birthday today, so like. Oh shit. Okay. I don't know if she'll appreciate me going fishing. She loves fishing too. I don't know if y'all been seeing that, but she got like a DS. Shout out Donald, dude. If you want like a super awesome bait, Donald Sanders DS Customs in Cali, dude phenomenal realistic baits like i seriously haven't found baits like his in that size but at the same time like i don't fish a whole lot of other stuff like people that i can talk to and they're like true to me and they're good people 
like I stick with him. You know what I mean? I just yeah, ride yeah. or die. Yeah, dude. I will say, um, he he sent me must have been a six inch or a seven inch. It's probably and, a six five. That's what Natalie's been fishing, dude. Yeah, she, yeah. She broke off like a nine pounder the other day. Oh my gosh, dude! I swear, dude. Like it would have shattered some of my friends' PBs. I was like, oh my god, dude. I was right there with her too. This thing comes up, dude. KFC bucket mouth, probably twenty seven inches. I'm like, whoa. But it inhaled that six point five to the back of her throat, dude. So the them river fish around here, their teeth are insane, dude. They are huge. Just sandpaper cut that line. Yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys have? You're talking about the sharp teeth. Oh, yeah. Fuck. What are these things called? Those big ass like freshwater shrimp uh, that get fucking huge. Um. Fuck. What are those things called? Uh. Fuck, hold on, I'll have to look it up. But like, are there a bunch of crawdads in the river and shit? Like, are these fish getting sharp teeth because what they're doing? Dude, eating? yeah, yeah. So like the the crawdad ones, their 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 lips are like sometimes like a little blunt right there, where I feel like they're crushing them. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like super scientist about it, but it's just what I think, you know. Oh, prawn. Do you guys have prawn where you are? Prawn. What's a prawn? Hold on, I'll send you a picture. Dude, these things are fucking massive. They're almost damn near scary to look at. Prawn freshwater. So, also known, giant river wow. prawn or giant freshwater prawn is a commercially imported species. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they're, like, naturally a thing in, like, anywhere. Man, I feel like I would know. You know? Oh, dude, you would know if you saw one of these fuckers. Did you Hold send on. it on text? No, I will hear in a second. Uh, okay. Prawn. That's that's crazy. Because like apparently, like it only takes like five pounds of a bass to eat these to gain one pound of like of weight. Somebody, dude. I thought these were in Texas. Oh no, dude. There's no way. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I really wish, dude. It, like if we could get something else besides shad and crawfish and like bluegill. And like maybe some of them, there's a little you know bugs and stuff or whatever other stuff that eat around here, but I really wish we could get like a high, big protein. Like I seriously, like whoever's listening to this, we need to get together like people around here, and I want people, I want them to dump trout out here, dude. Like they could so make it, they make it in Canyon Lake and stuff. Like that's just right up the road or down the road. Like they dump, they dump trout down there in those rivers and like in those lake systems and mm -hmm. they do and they live and they're year, they make it year round. And me and Bobby, like, I don't know if y'all seen on Bobby's Instagram, we went down that river and he was catching fish on that piz. He was catching giant trout on the piz. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, those trout have been there. Those weren't, those weren't dumped out. I mean, they were dumped out like years ago, but they got that big by being in there and staying alive. Like I really want the, uh uh lcra to like start dumping trout that would be awesome dude we'd have massive fish like we have the genes we have the right the right genetics we have the right like size waters we have the depth the water's cold on the bottom all year the trout mm -hmm. can go deep you know what i mean yeah dude i will say so cool. even up here there's not many places that get trout stocked up here just because the DNR doesn't like putting trout where we have like big amounts of pike and stuff because they don't want to pretty much just feed the fucking pike. But oh yeah, so I heard that's like a problem. Yeah, but up here people 
cannot comprehend the fact that a bass eats a trout. Like that is just completely unknown to everybody here. They don't they don't really? even think that's a thing. Yeah. You say something I mean, about a bass eating a trout <laughs> and people are like, No, that doesn't happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's why. <laughs> that's crazy. You, you I, I figured like everyone up there knew that and like that was a big thing. Like I oh, dude. Man, I wish they'd eat trout down like I wish there was trout down here, man. We'd have like California sized fish. Dude, you like, hear no doubt. I found a lake like, where they dump ten thousand trout a year into this lake. Jeez. Yeah, that's where you need to start focusing with your mother, dude. Yeah, it well, it's like a three, three and a half hour drive, but I'm gonna start going up there. I think I might go up there Saturday, maybe. Yeah, dude. Just go off the moon and go off your your natural like I, I'm not much on like I know barometric pressures a lot, but like I go off like the natural signs, like the moon, the the weather, the front. Yeah. You know, the time of year, you know, just your average stuff. Like if, if it's a big trip, I will plan it off like like important stuff, you know, just to make it like hopefully advantage. Yeah. Sometimes that stuff never matters though. It's weird. Like sometimes none of that stuff is aligned and I catch a big one. It's like, okay. All right, Coach like, Brown and everybody else. Yeah. I'm not talking shit, to... but like I'm like, damn. <laughs> like the yeah. moon's like right above me right now and I just caught a giant. What's going on? <laughs> right. I try nah, to but always the, make it out. If the pressure's below 30, I always try to go out. Like, I will go out for sure if I can, if it's below 30. Yeah, I I see, I fish with people that do that, and, like, I don't know. I guess I just don't pay attention, but maybe, maybe it, it, I know it does have a big effect, but, like, I just don't ever pay attention to it. I know it's, like, soup. it has a super big effect, like, in the winter when you're ice fishing. Like, that, that's yeah. a, a big thing, but as far as, like, you know, smallmouth in the river, I, it probably doesn't really affect them as much. <laughs> right. Dude, I want to come up there and go fishing. Dude, me and Marshall and everyone are talking about coming up there and fishing with y'all. Yeah, I've never been, I've never, the farthest north I've ever been, which I went on like a fly fishing uh, trout, like spur for like a year of my life. I mm-hmm. went to Utah. That's about as far north as I've gone. Damn, but that's man. like northwest. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, I don't know. You you guys are probably come up here and see Lake Michigan and be like, holy shit. Like, if, it's, Where do we? If, we, if we had weather like you guys did down there, I think Lake Michigan would definitely, there, there'd be multiple state records swimming around in there, whether they were smallmouth or largemouth, because dude, dude. just fish that come out of there are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, no, I believe you. Like, I, I heard, like, I heard our lakes are like ponds compared to y'all stuff uh some of them dude like all the ones that i saw when i was down there they were fucking huge because it's all man-made stuff up here yeah. it's all like, natural stuff but like lake michigan fucking massive dude like i mean takes up the whole state of michigan it's it's just it's insane like i would be lying if i said i didn't think that there was a state like multiple state record smallmouth in like 40 feet of water out on lake michigan eating eating uh gobies dude. and stuff see that's but that right there what you just said is what keeps you going you know what i'm saying yeah yeah exactly because like i I have a lot of friends that are like oh there's no big fish in here just negative all the time i'm like why are you even like why are you doing this then if you don't think that i literally think there's 20 pounders in every single one of these lakes that i fish i really do like with my heart like and like a big thing with me is like i don't know i heard butch brown talk about and he's like well, the first thing you got to do is believe they're there. Mm-hmm. And then you got to like believe that you can catch them one day. Yeah. Just to even like, I don't even know, just to get one, you know? 
I believe they're there. And I believe one day, like out of the blue, boom, teener. Like I, I'm in like, I'm like, I'm dead set on the teener. I need to catch a 10 first. For some reason I haven't caught a 10. Tons of huge fish that were empty, man. That's, that's what I'm stuck on. I'm like catching them when they're hungry, <laughs> I guess. Right. Not yeah. when it's cool. Yeah, maybe now you drag softies more. I don't know. <laughs> I will say, I think I've seen one fish that was, you know, probably nine or ten up here, and it actually it missed my flea shad one day, Ooh. and then it it turned around from the boat slip, went out deep. I bombed a cast out there, let the flea shad sink. I was texting Marshall or Kyle or my girlfriend or somebody, and I get like I I put my phone back in my pocket i get like three three real cranks in and i just see my line swimming off to the left oh god dude i reel down set the hook i have this fish probably for about 10 or 15 seconds and it's just fucking dogging me like er, er, like pulling drag out of my carado oh yeah sudden, that was a nine that's what they dude, do all of a sudden it gets wrapped up under a uh like a, a boat buoy piling, like one of those big PVC pipes that comes out of the ground. Oh Lord. Dude, got me caught up on that. And then we have a bunch of zebra mussels up here. Just fucking ate through. Oh my dude. That's, that's my biggest. I have them too. I literally biggest fear. I grew up fishing without them. And now that they're here, like it's terrifying to hook big fish. Dude. Fucking shitty thing was that was Kyle gifted me that bait. And that was the first day with it. <laughs> oh man, dude, that hurts my soul. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to turn my GoPro on, but I kept taking pictures. So I have a picture of my rod fucking doubled all the way over. And dude, it was just fucking, it was sad, sad as hell. Dude. Well, with every low comes a super high. So one day, like, so I know just talking to Marshall and people that go up there, that is like me catching a teener. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Jesus. Dude, I've seen- yeah, I would cry. I would cry. I've seen three seven pounders posted, caught and posted in Michigan so far this year. And one of them I was on the boat for, and we caught this seven pounder dude on Lake St. Clair, which is like just a big smallmouth fishery. doesn't have very big large mouth. Dude, this fish jumped. They, we netted it, got in the boat. And I'm like, that's a seven pounder. And they were just like, holy shit, holy shit. And I'm like, that's a fucking seven pounder. It ate like a quarter ounce dark sleeper. Like, oh. <laughs> this fucking thing I, ever. I heard like that mega bass stuff up there. Like y'all are like deep water, clear lakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were fishing. Yeah, I like, heard that, that mega bass stuff is good up there. Yeah. And so the whole rest of the day I cast it around a citizen, just fucking dragging it on bottom, hoping to fucking just feel a bite. I'm like, Oh my I God. Know, right. Fucker. Dude, I've been, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Like you get into that, like that mode when you're dragging a softy and you're like, you're feeling every single little pebble, every single like piece of cover. You're just like, yeah, just waiting. Dude, yeah, them big bites, them big bites are little too, man. I, I the two biggest fish I've ever dumped in my life, which were probably ten plus, where it came on softies dragging the bottom, and I'm talking about all you feel is a tink, which is their mouth shutting on the line because they sucked the whole thing in. Yeah. Oh man, one was a trout set, like the wussiest set ever, because I thought it was like I was in brush. Mm-hmm. It was like a half-ass, like maybe I'm setting the hook, but like more like snatching it out of cover, you know? Yeah, and you probably yeah. Oh, dude, comes up next to me and my brother throws the softy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's happened to me twice. 
Dude, that's fucking shitty. I mean, I've had some big fish shake off. Um, I had one eat right at the boat a couple of years ago, ate my uh, my taxi trout, followed Ooh. it for fucking 60 yards, dude. Ate it right, underneath, ate it right underneath the boat. And, like, I, I watched it the whole way. It was just this black fucking ball. You could see its tail kicking right behind this. Oh, fly. yeah, them big dark ones are big. You already dude, know. Ate right at the boat and just kept fucking swimming underneath the boat with the bait in its mouth. And, like, God flexed. And then I just felt the hooks pull out, and I was just like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, mm. I I was fishing, I was fishing a big Abu reel. It's a it's a Toro, so it's got like, yeah. No, I remember it, that. I went to those. I yeah, went to that phase. It's got some like ridiculous drag to it, and this fish was just peeling drag like it was fucking nobody's business. Jesus, the three hundred. Yeah, yeah. Or dude, yeah, I had that reel. It was the fifty, I think, though the big white one with the power handle. Yeah, yeah, and, I had. I had the Lexus and I yeah. had the Abus. Yeah, dude. So this fish <laughs> that was back when off. everybody thought you needed saltwater gear. <laughs> right. Yeah. This fish popped off in the kit. My buddy, whose whose boat we were on, looked at me and he said, "That's the biggest fish I've ever fucking seen." And I'm like, "Yeah, like that's fucking really shitty that I can't mm. believe I did that." And like it was, it was to that point where there was nothing you could have done to fix it or to help that situation because just where it ate and there was no room for anything to happen. Like there was no way I was going to be able to thumb the drag and like flip this fish up because it was just so fucking strong. It ate right at the boat. Jesus. The fight just started by the time it, by the time it popped off. Like it was, fucking, yeah. it was just worst case scenario. Dude. So like, I know, I know losing big fish. It happens to all of us, man. But the best thing, and like I've even told this to James, Outcast Living. That's my boy too. Outcast Living. Uh y'all probably know him too. Uh so he he called me one day and he dumped a pretty good one. He was upset about it. And like, you know, we all call each other like when times like, like when things yeah, happen yeah. like that, you know? And like the biggest thing I can say is use it to feel like fire to the flame, dude. Use it to keep going. Don't get down. Don't take a break. Don't go home. You dump a big fish, dude, you freaking better use that. That energy, like, take that energy and put it, like, as fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep grinding. And, like, I, and like it, the funny thing is, like, I told him that, and, I, like, the next day I dump a giant, dude, and I, like, want to go home. And I'm like, literally, what did you just say yesterday to James? Like, I'm talking to myself, you know? I'm like, yeah. Oh. But, yeah, just use it, man. Use it as fire. Yeah, man, it was fucking brutal. That was a handful of years ago, and I was just like, fuck. And then, and then actually, it was a couple of weeks later, so it was right around this time, probably like four years ago. Like, I'll have the memory pop up tomorrow. I had oh, like God. a forty. I had like a forty or fifty fish day on the taxi trout. Like, dude, it was absolutely insane. I probably had close to twenty, twenty three, twenty four pounds by myself, dude, on Fourth <laughs> of July, dude. Like, absolutely fucking on Fourth of July. That's awesome. Well, like dead middle, of like like this time of year is like really good up there, right? Uh, it can be. It just depends. Like sometimes, like so this time last year, the water was like ninety two degrees, and the fish. Oh, were okay. So hot. it does get hot. Yeah, yeah. Like if if it gets hot and we don't have rain, it'll get fucking scorching. But this year, it's kind of been okay. We've we just started getting rain again, and it's yeah. It's, like cooler at nights like 60 degree nights so that's helped a little oh, bit oh what dude i'd freaking do anything for 60 degree nights jeez it's like 110 out here and then like at night it's like 80 90 
Yeah, dude, fuck all that. Like, so this Saturday, it'll be 55 at night. Dude, 55 at night, that'd be so nice. Like, you can make a campfire every night and chill. Yeah, dude, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's dropping, like, 40 degrees, and so... so <laughs> I'd be next, up there in my yeah, coveralls. <laughs> next Saturday, I'm going to be up at home fishing. I don't know where I'm going to fish yet, but if I fish Lake Michigan... Like right as that sun starts to get up and that that water starts to heat up a little bit, dude, it can just be fucking lights out. Last time I was up there, my buddy and I were fishing, and I had so many smallmouth following the 250 and the Citizen, and I finally got one to follow up all the way, and it kind of swam off a little bit. And my buddy casted a 3.8 inch Kayak, and he caught the smallmouth. It was a 21 and a half inch fucking smallmouth. Jeez, and I That's was a big just, one. Yeah, dude, that's fucking. We were losing our shit. He was fishing a four pound leader. Like I had to crawl down. <laughs> I had to crawl down the pier, like on the ladder that goes into the water, and I had to like stand <laughs> under the water to net it because he only had like a small fly fishing net. <laughs> like right, like, crazy shit, man. Hilarious. No, that's that's sick, man. That's about that's what it's about. The good times, dude. Dude, yeah. we have smallmouth in our rivers down here, but like we've caught like I think we've caught a couple like twenty inches. I don't know, Bobby and Bobby and Dylan are more more onto that i've never really got into it but i don't know if y'all seen the smallmouth they've caught dude it's it's a lot of fun but i will say i dude i don't know i'm not a huge fan of the heat but i would probably move down there like if i could yeah no dude that'd be awesome if you came down here we'd go fishing every day just because just because the fucking fish like when i was down there for the gathering and marshall nick marshall juan and i were fishing fishing some random ass lake like dude every cast i was like wow like i could fucking catch an eight pounder right here like that oh yeah every day cast thing up here at all that's fucking far from it like every cast you're like wow i can catch i can catch a four or a five yeah it'll definitely definitely keep you going if you yeah i think about that all day i'm like dude any second like any second a giant could just come up and eat yeah dude it's like while we were there, like it was kind of hot, and I'm just like, "Fuck!" Like I was just so excited to be there fishing because I'm like, "Wow, there's yeah. fucking fish! I could, I could, ca- I could break my PB six times in one day out here." <laughs> dude, if you ever want to come, dude, let me know. You can like stay at my place. You don't have to buy a freaking Airbnb or none of that crap, dude. Just anytime no, you want to come, you know. Well, I mean, I'm sure any there's a few, you have a few people that you can come down here with, but. Anytime ever, dude, just let me know. You can come down here and stay at my house or whatever. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. But wrapping it yeah, up here, uh, what, what, what's the social medias? Where can people follow you if they don't already? Okay, uh, so on Instagram, that's really what I'm working on. I might dab off into the YouTube after I like grow it up a little bit. But like, yeah, yeah. it's not really my thing to be talking and stuff. You know, I'm more about the action videos, like the cool stuff. Like if I post a YouTube video, it's not going to be like, oh, hey, today we're going, you know, it's going to be more like, I don't know, more action, you know what I'm saying? But uh, Instagram, be Shad Sharks, no spaces, both both of that's together. And uh, all my boys that helped me throughout this journey, um, Bobby Basson, sure you all know him, uh, Texas Chunk, you know, Dylan Kersey, my brother Zion, uh, he's, he's, He's just now he's he's buckling down on it. I don't know if you've seen him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I follow him too. Yeah, he's 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 getting like really into it. Like, but he's a little bit newer into it. But he'll be right behind me. Like, he's he's got it. We we both grew up fishing the same style, so he'll be into him. And then uh, 
you know, Marshall, everybody knows Marshall. Uh, sponsors. I have bro staff sponsors. <laughs> so I'm not like a, I'm not a professional, but I have people that like really, really awesome people that help me. So like Madness Rods, Casey, uh, everyone knows Leviathan Rods. Those are good rods. Uh, those two rods, raw baits, super sick wake bait, dude. Like y'all, like up north, I feel like the two piece mini would be killer for y'all. And then, you know, throwback. I love the wake walker, the flea shad and DS customs with the glides. And yeah, I don't know. What else am I missing? <laughs> oh, paddleboard. Paddleboard, Gilly, Gilly Sports. Yeah. I want to work with them, but I haven't approached them yet. Uh, Marshall approached them. They're kind of weird about it. They wanted to give him like just boards for free, but you know, he does this like for a living. So he needs like a little yeah. bit of commission, you know, but uh, I might approach him about the free board thing. Uh, I think that'd be super awesome to work for. I don't know. I don't I want my work to mean something, you know, and help people and help me at the same time. Yeah, man. I, I think that you guys are, you know, busting your hump out there. You're catching good fish and, and you're documenting it all. Like, Dude, yeah. if I own a paddleboard company, I'd be like, shit, here you guys go. I'll pay you, you know, $200, $300 a month. I'll give you a discount code, you know, whatever it may be just to, I mean, dude, like guys, like companies can really use, use you guys like to grow if they want to, but they just have mm-hmm. to make sure that there's meaning to it behind you guys too, that you're not doing it for free yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, this, this is a, uh, I love this game. I'm going to play it forever, man. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be Butch Brown on a paddleboard when I'm 50 years old. Mark my oh, words. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm going to oh, yeah. be like a long-haired old hippie man on a paddleboard throwing a big swim bait, and everybody's going to be like, what in the world? You're going to be like uh, fucking – I'm going to smell Bob. these fish. I'm going to be like <laughs> – You're oh, going to be like Bob. You're going to be over here. The walk old, outside, old. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk oh, outside yeah. and just take a deep breath and be like, yep, they're over here on this, doing this. Hell yeah, man. But uh, <laughs> as always, I'll put Caleb's stuff in the show notes so you guys can go follow him. And I just yeah. talked to Marshall. I think uh, I'm going to I'm gonna hit up Dylan and Bobby to come on. And then if they want to or don't want to or whatever, I think we're going to do a roundtable with, with all four of you guys, with Marshall, Bobby, Dylan, and you. Whether, yeah, that'd be awesome. Whether it's after the cleanup or, you know, next week or something, we'll, we'll get something figured out and we'll, yeah, we'll do a big roundtable. Yeah. yeah, you need to get Bobby and Dylan on there together probably. They're like – they were fishing together more – uh then i fished with them at first so like they have some cool stories and right and then it's yeah. cool how we all came together and then like like lately it's like marshall's part of our group which is super awesome hell yeah dude that's so fucking sick but yeah all of caleb's stuff will be in the show notes you guys go follow him and, and whatnot go see out go check out his cast catches uh he's gonna open the mother and hopefully hopefully go catch some fish on that in the next couple <laughs> weeks him, him and marshall can uh can be mother bros down there in Texas, but <laughs> mother bros. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I wanna, I wanna thank Caleb for coming on. It was, it was a pleasure talking to him. And like I said, I've gotten to meet him once, and hopefully next time I meet him, we get to, we get to go out and fish a couple times. Yes, sir. Yeah, I appreciate everything too, man. Yeah, dude, for sure. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, um, and I will talk to you guys next time. See you guys. Peace out.